Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Just want your money, hi. I'm Sunny Bunny. Don't run from me trying to get away. Just say okay. Cause money, I want you back. La 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 la. I look like a model. I'll do what I gotta do. Stay in the running. Cause I want your money. Give me some. I'll be the one backstage. Cause money, I want you back. La 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 la, you can't turn away. I believe in your heart. I'll always here to stay. You can't turn me away. I believe in my heart. I always Always want to stay. Ooh. Very nice. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Praise you. the Lord, niggas. Good evening. Praise the Lord, niggas. We are a little tardy this week. We have been attending to family matters. Oh, it's been getting grown over here. My, wow. My, 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 my. Five miles. My, 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 my. <laughs> okay. Show looks terrible tonight. <laughs> What's cracking? How are you, sis? Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in the kitchen table talk. Oh, yes. um, but I am still grateful. Yes. And I'm still safe and I'm still healthy and I still have what? What I need. I need. That's right. Mm-hmm. Man, listen. Yourself. I, too, am dealing with a bit of exhaustion. Mm. Um, mm. Work is like, you know, honey, they have hit a stride. Oh, you're on the pedals. I am working, working, working. Um, got, she she pedaled in the car with her feet. It is, it is good, though. I mean, I feel like I am making progress and doing good work and doing Mm -hmm. um cool things which is fun but um it is a bit of it's it's kind of taxing it's labor intensive i know these are the times where these are the times (laughs) we all wish for the moment when less means so it means so much more we don't have Um, to (laughs) do nothing at all 
we can take our time and talk. <laughs> that hollering Cisco. We can always count on Cis- Cisco. Always. To rear back and holler always. from his, I mean, from his belly. <laughs> I mean, he's going to give it, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm sorry, you said it, and I, I couldn't resist. That's I couldn't so resist. <laughs> but that song was about was like it? I couldn't even think. I have to go back and listen. What was that song about? I don't. Wasn't that where they was doing the Renaissance and the banquet hall and all of that? I I remember. I remember. No, I mean like lyrically. What was the song about? Okay, let me think. Hold on. Let me think. Let me think. No pressure from you, and no. Let's let the mood the set the moment on and off. We can we make love, love on and on. And so what's so it I guess about, it's about like, being romantic and being in the moment. Be here now. I just, um, I feel like it was about like whether or not we should have sex. Because <laughs> maybe I mean, perhaps. Because hmm. I just think of the, I okay. don't make promises. Make promises that I know my heart gets weak. All right, all right, all right, all right. Cisco <laughs> said, when I get around you, it makes them hard to keep. He did, but he go, because you bring out the best. Yes, you do. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. And God, God knows, I'm, knows proud I'm proud to be your baby. baby. I mean, hollering, screaming. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that song was about now I that mean, we're singing let's it. get the lyrics up. We got to go through that because okay, it's just like, what that. are they okay, talking about? All right, let's see here. Let me look um, on the genius. But in any case, how y'all doing? What's going on in the What's world? <laughs> we, well, we look sitting here looking. We, I'm over here trying to, like, what was okay, Cisco hollering about in these other Hill. times? I feel like I, there were many songs, R&B songs during that era that didn't have anything to do with anything. Okay, okay, okay. These J- are it the starts times. with jazz. Oh. God knows that you're a sexy Yes, thing. I feel like it was about thing. it was about whether it's or not it was like somebody's first time. Released in 1998. Dear God. Not to kiss, not to you, kiss you over, over under. under. Feel, feel you inside, inside now feel, feel my, my thunder. thunder. How the hell could I not want you? <laughs> Girl, it don't have to be a thing, thing. I'll wait for you, you wait for me. This is about losing virginity. It is. We don't have to rush it. This is about virginity. It is, and we don't have to rush at all. And I remember that because I remember having questions because it wasn't my year. I think when I was a junior, the senior, the seniors, their prom theme was these are the times and i was like wait a second and think (laughs) i forgot about verse two cisco's verse hold on be think about you all the time yes tear you up like reese's pieces morning noon and supper time baby tear you you. up in little pieces swallow you like reese's pieces come on girl you know i need you it don't have to be a thing they, wow. yo, this these this are, is about losing your virginity in mean, Renaissance clothing. This, this this song is about Cisco and the other members of Drew Hill coaxing a young woman out pressuring of pressuring somebody virginity. out of their drawers. What I the mean, fuck? coercing, <laughs> coercing a young woman out swallow of her virginity like by pieces. telling her that he would swallow her like Reese's pieces. Come on, girl, you know what? What a time! And he said, "I don't make promises." <laughs> 
because I know my heart gets weak. Wait a second. Wait, he goes, I, I don't make promise that I know that I can't keep. Wait, no, no that my, my, my heart, heart, uh, my heart gets weak. weak. Oh, you're right. Control when, yourself. <laughs> See, this is the problem. When I get around you, it makes them hard to keep. All right, all right, all right, all right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you bring out the best and make yes, me you the do. man. And yes, God you knows do. I'm proud to be your baby. Yeah. Oh. Doesn't that- I hate it. Why we got... I? Now we gotta go analyze all these songs we was listening to. Wow, we gotta get I'm all the songs. Go listen of, to them. Now. The R and B greats of the '90s. We have to go back and do a deep dive. I think we're gonna do a deep dive. I think we have to do like a really deep dive, actually, because yes. Joe. I knew that you were gonna say Joe. Which Joe song are you thinking? I'm thinking. Um, I light up all the candles. All oh my god. Show, Show me to the, to the subway. subway. I'll, I'll go, go down. down. Yeah, Sweet you better Lord. put those lips to you. Those the big mouth. Put that thing. Baby, you, I want to do. And that do. song was all what? Oh, it's about adultery. Joe was saying, "I am a proud side piece. I am <laughs> a was. proud side nigga. This is what this is about. It's the side niggas anthem of the world." Wait, have you ever heard side piece? No, there's a song called never side heard- piece. Oh, you've never heard Side Piece by, I think it's by, who is it? Big Pokey? Hold on. What's oh, name? if Hold it's some, by somebody named Big Pokey, that's exactly why I have not Wait, heard it. No, no, no. Oh, no. This sounds like something they've played down in the Tennessee. Well, that's not where I'm from. Is. So that's why I, know, I haven't heard I said, it. <laughs> Don't do it. Not, here we go. Side Piece. Oh, Pokey Bear. Still getting a zero for me. Nothing. All right. Hold on. Let me fast forward so you can... I'm addicted to Punani. <laughs> oh no. Hold on, you gotta get to the chorus though. Because you know he knows the song with me, Dustin. Get me out of here right now. And there's a, a line dance to it. To give my side. That sounds like Joe. That sounds like Casey Haley. <laughs> it does. To give my side why do you, you know the lyrics side? to the song? <laughs> this is concerning. <laughs> they be doing live dances in Detroit today. I know it. And Dustin probably be leading the line. Dustin, no, you know he be doing a little shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, holy God. <laughs> yeah, that's that's Pokey Bear side piece. Well, okay. one day you gotta sit and watch the whole video on YouTube. Oh wow. That'll be interesting. Go sh- you all go have a go have a time and go check out Pokey Bear side piece on YouTube. Tell them Jade sent you. Um, Jade, Jade alone. <laughs> no, tell them get grown. No. Tell them get grown. Plug Jade. the show. Jade. Put the link in the Jade comments. Jade sent you. <laughs> well, Kia and I did something really fun this weekend. Oh, it was tons of fun. We had a baby shower for Kiki Palmer. What okay? a time we had. What a time to be alive. Celebrating. Made all of the baby shower accoutrement faves. Yes. From, yes. from a ziti to a deviled egg. A deviled egg. To meatballs. A meatball. Which we used with some of the spice sweets. Spice sweet. Uh, I think it was like uh, soy balsamic. 
something barbecue sauce. Honey barbecue sauce. Fantastic. Outstanding. And there is no doubt. And so that we had meatballs and we had little little turkey and cheese sandwiches. Sliders. And salad. And we had we had a, a proper uh church punch. Had a proper church punch with ginger ale and pineapple juice and sherbet. Sherbet. Sherbet and because champs. it does not have an R at the end and mm-hmm. champs in it. We had that on the side because nobody here was really pregnant. <laughs> and we played games and we sat around with girlfriends and we had us a good time. What a time we had. What a time. So you guys are going to have to check out the Patreon coming soon in the next week or so where we are. I will be giving you recipes for some of the baby shower dishes, how to make a proper deviled egg, you know, how to make sure that it's easier to peel, mm-hmm. little tips and tricks like that. So we're going to have a good time. And I know Kia just posted a new catching up with Kia. Yes, I did. Okay, so make sure you all get down to the Patreon because we got more fun stuff coming for you. We got lots of guests booked. We're going to start doing some fun offshoots with the guests. So those are going to be only available for Patreon. So work with me, start returning in February. Work with me, start returning in February. Please stay tuned. Please stay tuned. Work with me. It's our returning in February for Black History Month. We're working together. Oh, writing time. We're writing. We're typing fast during Black History Month. Ain't that a thing? Quick, fasted in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of which, shall we head over to the trash in that same manner? Let's do it. All right. A clean up woman is a woman who. Oh, we're going to keep the trash brief, but there's a couple things that we're going to touch on. The first being something that Kia saw while we were in the pre show. But I had listed on this trash, so we're going to go ahead and talk a little more in depth about it. Um, so we all know that Young Thug is in jail for racketeering charges and a number of other things. And this has been an ongoing situation. I guess his trial is happening now or something along those lines. A young man by the name of Khalif Adams was in the courtroom today. And on footage is Khalif passing Young Thug a Percocet. Molly Percocet. In the courtroom. Now, I just want to know, as a mother, like the black mother in me (laughs) just wants to know, what the fuck were you thinking about when you did that? He wasn't. What the fuck were y'all thinking about when you, did you think that was going to happen, that was going to fly in a federal courtroom full of cameras and all kinds of shit in a high profile case? You thought you was going to dap your nigga up and just pass off a pill all willy nilly nigga? Somebody needs to get cussed out, so I'm just going to let you do it. I don't Because let the, the, let, this wouldn't be my... What the fuck was going through your motherfucking mind where you thought that that plan was getting ready to come to fruition? You was going to just skate and the nigga was going. You thought it was a plan. You thought they had planned. They did not plan. I think they did their version of a plan. Mm, 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 mm. I think they did their version of a plan. And then old boy had to swallow all the shit he had. And also, he swallowed some of it. And then also, he got found with a bunch of shit in the fucking courtroom. He had weed mixed with um, tobacco leaves, which I'm assuming was fronto, with seasonings. So to to mask the smell and something else in a plastic baggie. 
for him. You thought during this high profile case in this federal courtroom that you was just about to be passing off drugs. How? And it was going to fly. I don't know how this works. I can't make sense out of nonsense. You deserve, and I don't even go up for this justice system because it's not just. It is actually completely contrary to what it is called. But you deserve whatever the fuck you get for that level of stupid that you displayed. I don't have any, I don't have any other, I don't have anything else to add. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was infuriated. I saw the video. I didn't even, I saw the video and I was like, it almost is, it almost, people were in the comments like, nah, this can't be real. Because yeah, they Jake, were like, no, nah, this is CGI. This was such. That's how stupid it it's is. It's the slowest handoff in the history of hand-to-hand handoffs. Oh, that we here have you go, my nigga. Seen in, and at what point? I don't know. I haven't frequented many courtrooms. I've been in my share. Understand. But I'm just saying, are you allowed to, to like dap the person who was on trial that was another thing i never was i remember when my cousin when we had to go for his and it wasn't even a trial it was uh there was a character witness thing and then there was the sentencing no we were not allowed to hug embrace or or dap each other up or pass off drugs i'm like what's (laughs) happening here like, and I had questions immediately because I understood, you know, every courtroom that I have been in, you know, you have to go through metal detectors and you get your things searched. Like you got to put your joint in the Like when I had jury duty just a few weeks Same. ago, you had Same. to put your bag through the thing like you're going through TSA. It's like, it's like a lightweight TSA. And so I'm wondering where on his actual person were all of these items such that they didn't get picked up. Insecurity because I have questions and what I like they was in his nuts, which makes me more concerned. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because that's that's you knew where they was. You just yeah. didn't want to. You didn't want to believe it. Is what it was. Yeah, that shit was in his nuts, nigga. Jeez that was in his right. nuts. Gross, 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 gross. Mm-hmm. Same same way we be tucking shit away in our titties. They be tucking shit in their nuts. Mm, God bless everybody. Little little warm pockets. No, no, thank you. <laughs> you want to know the the fastest way to warm up your hands? Well, that I well yes. I've, well, you see, <laughs> they can't keep their hands out of the pants. <laughs> it's the fastest way. When my hands be real cold. <laughs> you be like, come here, husband. No, I do. <laughs> and you're like, it's so funny because I'd be like, I'd be like, ooh, my hands are real cold. He's like, okay. And I'd be like, Pfft. he's like, he's like, ooh. <laughs> or just like, you put guys them on are my such nuts. a creepy old couple. <laughs> Sweet Lord. Okay. Put your cold hands on my nuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not sexual. It's not sexual. <laughs> it's, it's survival. This is totally. This is listen. This is completely practical. It is. Do not get around. It's, it's. I'm telling you, the fastest way. If y'all are ever near a pair of nuts, the fastest way. Your hands get cold. I'm telling you, the fastest way to warm personal mittens. Okay, so this show. Help um, us, Jesus. <laughs> the DOE in Florida. Oh, Christ. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The start of that sentence. The DOE in Florida um, has blocked AP African American Studies in high school. AP as in advanced placement. Advanced placement, yeah. Um, 
yeah, guys, I mean, at this point, you know, white supremacy is just out here in full flourish. And Florida's going Florida. And so, like, we see news headlines like this and we're not even surprised. I wasn't at least a bit shocked, but I said, well, we have to, it has to be noted. Because be fragility noted. is so intense these days. Oh, baby. What? Okay. That you can't even really say the words African American without black white people getting riled up. Nope. Nope. I had a I was online at the airport and it was a man with a Blue Lives Matter. Oh sweet. Which oh, the God. we all know that that original flag is completely rooted in white supremacy and racism. Um patch like sewn onto his backpack. And I was like, you're just so proud to display such hateful rhetoric. But I'm not shocked at all. So I'm just going to stand behind you in this TSA line. And I'm not going to take my shoes off. And I'm just going to go through here and go get me a bacon, egg, and cheese. I remember that reminds me of a story when I was in Nashville one time. I went to one of those hot chicken places. And you know the way the gentrification is set up. White folks lined up at the place yeah. around the block. Oh, you right? already know. You already know. At that time, I had um, on my uh, Black Nutrition Facts shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, shout mm, out to yes. Kit Noble. Uh, yes. But that shirt that said, like, you know, 100% excellence, 100%. Mm-hmm. I love blah. that shirt. And, you know, one of the things was like melanin was 100%, right? And this white lady came up to me and said, excuse me, what is melanin? (laughs) I said, girl, don't even worry about it. You don't have any. (laughs) Don't even stress yourself out, girl. This has nothing to do with you. She was like, what? I want to know. What? What is Milanin? What is They Milanin? love to ask questions. They love asking questions. They don't know how to just be. That white lady was so stunned. Just go sit down and be. Was like, oh my gosh, she's she's black and she's proud. That's fascinating. I you know she went her. and looked up Melanin at right after that. I hope she, went she did. And, Googled it. and I hope that somebody told, I hope she felt like 10 cents when she realized that Milanin is not the word. <laughs> I was like, I was blown away. I'm like, imagine being an adult and never seeing the word melanin, never ever knowing that melanin is a word. Like, what is that? Not you meeting these people who be saying all this crazy shit. Cause what did that girl in New Orleans say? That black girl? Oh, when she's yes. oh, when she, about my locks, my fox locks. Your fox locks. <laughs> <laughs> your fox lock she was your like oh so locks. you like your fox locks to look like inauthentic <laughs> i said what Yo, <laughs> you are like giving me unsolicited opinions right now while also being t- egregiously wrong she said fox locks i mean you mean foe <laughs> Ooh, i will never i will never i, I will said, never forget you mean that foe? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, what I'm saying is, <laughs> I said, let me tell you something. You can just stop talking to me now. You always, I love telling people to go to hell. We're done. Like, go right on to hell, just please. Why are you speaking to me? <laughs> <laughs> like, let me help. You. I did it. Why are you? Speaking I was walking to me? out with my dad this weekend, and this this bartender, like this bartender, was crazy, it's crazy. And you know, I don't be me and the bartenders because we won. Yeah. 
but they spilled half half of this drink and then he refused to make another one talking about well half the drink was drunk i'm like yeah but half of it wasn't and when it got to a, I i said you know what just go to hell and i left i was like just just go straight on there um the <sighs> last thing on the trash that we have so you remember what happened with alec baldwin where he accidentally yeah. um that young lady yeah. passed away on that set yeah he and the armorer on set, Hannah Gutierrez Reed, are both being charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And yeah. Yeah. I guess for being careless. Is it negligence? On set, I think it's negligence. I think it's so, negligence. I mean, in in these in these I was more the most one of the things that fascinated me the most about this whole entire scenario. Was that like, you know, I'd be like, so they be using, they be shooting like real guns. (laughs) They be having like real guns on these sets. So it's supposed to be like real guns that only have blanks in them and are disarmed in whatever kind of way so that they are only supposed to do whatever, whatever. And they're supposed to be training and there's a professional on site who is to oversee that. Like it's a whole system. And I don't know. I'm like, what were you all? Were you all waving them around like a? Like a helicopter, like what? Yeah, I don't know I don't what know. was happening. Is, and that they've I, they've not given all the details. I don't feel like I don't feel like I've seen a full story as to how this makes sense. But troubling. it doesn't make sense that somebody went to work and on a set and died by hands of the props. Like that just doesn't make sense, and none of this is adding up. Very troubling. And you know they don't be quick to charge white men with nothing. So I'm also curious how that really played out as well. <sighs> We're just gonna have to wait and see. Hopefully. We'll get more information about the details of what actually happened. I just hate this. This is very unfortunate. Yeah. All of it is bad. I do. I do. And that's all I have for trash. You have anything you want to throw in there? No, because I'm overwhelmed. (laughs) Get me out of here. All right, honey. Well, let's head on over to a shout out real quick. Okay. Save big money on protecting your garden. Now at Menards. Messina's Animal Stopper is a liquid repellent that prevents pesky animals from damaging your garden. Available in a convenient, ready-to-use bottle. It lasts for up to 30 days, regardless of weather and watering. Save big money on Messina's Animal Stopper at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals happening now. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. This is popping right now. All right, it's time for a shout out. And I just want to give a little holla, 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 holla um, to my homegirl Kit over at the Adornment Architect. Hmm. She laced Kia and I with a couple tings this weekend. I got some new cowrie shell earrings because I needed a new fresh pair. Mm -hmm. Kia got a beautiful uh, hand knit little 
brooch. Um, pendant brooch for her jean jackets or denim jackets. And she's got jewelry and rings and necklaces and earrings and my little blunt clip you'll be seeing in my Patreon videos and things of all different types. She makes these as well, and they're awesome if you don't want to make your nails turning brown. And so... I just wanted to shout Kit out. She's also in the process of making a very fa- making me a very fabulous, fully knit, hand knit jacket. Okay, for the winter time. So hit up Kit at the Adornment Architect. We're gonna have all of the links in the description box. She's super talented. You're supporting a black creative who's really been out here on the grind for a long time. I have watched Kit grind in many areas and she's good at everything that she does and this is no this this is no different so shout out to kit at the adornment architect make sure you all hit her up links in the description box make sure you hit that up yay yay let's move on to this kitchen table talk let's do it this week's kitchen table talk is brought to you by the tabitha brown for target vegan food and kitchen collection tabitha brown brightens days like no one else Now the actress, vegan, and social media phenomenon is partnering with Target to bring the world more vibrance, candor, and joy. With delightful everyday favorites for the kitchen and pantry, her latest limited-time collection will bring love to every gathering. Vegan eating isn't boring if you have a little fun with it. Try new and unexpected recipes and experiment with ingredients you've never tried. Whether you're looking for a meatless Monday dinner idea or challenging yourself to a plant-based January, this collection makes eating vegan easy and delicious. Tab says, good food, good mood. The Tabitha Brown for Target Vegan Food and Kitchen Collection drops at Target and Target.com on January 8th for a limited time only. All right, y'all, it is time for the kitchen table talk. And so... I, Kia and I were chatting earlier this week because after I left uh, her this weekend from from Kiki Palmer's baby shower, mm-hmm. I had to go straight to Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland is the city where we come from, so run. <laughs> um, <laughs> East 1990, So I had to go to Cleveland and meet my mother there and pack my grandmother's apartment and move her from one um apartment to another apartment and their end she lives in independent living assisted living community mm-hmm. so she went from one community to another and beautiful beautiful property we rolled up it was like 10 deer on the lawn like it's gorgeous it just it's nice and clean it's just really pretty but before that we had to do a clearing out And this is not to put my grandma's business out there because I feel like all old black ladies across the diaspora have a problem (laughs) with, with hoarding, but it was the level I was exhausted. I've, my feet hurt. Like I had been at the club (laughs) in heels for days and it was just me and my mom throwing stuff out and trying to set her up. And I realized in that, when I was talking to Kia, that, you know, this is also, while I want to help her to change the mindset around how this happens, you still have to do it in a gentle manner. Because even when it, with your elders, it comes a point in time where they feel like they are losing all of their independence. 
and you don't want to and 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 then grown adult children like to step in and you know make calls that are always for the best intention of of said elder in the family but it's not necessarily done in the in the best way and so i had i called my grandma you know cause she you know she'd be fighting with the kid my mom she'd be fighting you know they all be tussling and i called her and i said grandma here's what i'd like to do but I want your permission to do it. I would like to throw your dishes away. If I see mugs that I know mean something, we'll keep those. But I would like to throw your dishes away and I would like to replace them with four plates and four saucers and four bowls and one silverware set. I was like, there's no need for two turkey basters because you had two unopened turkey basters in the top of your closet. (laughs) You don't need... 13 bottles of body wash there's only one of you you don't need that and so I got her me and my mom we went and got her clear bins baskets where she can see what she has and I'm just trying to set her up where she feels good about the clarity that she has in her space so that she wants it to stay that way and then we're going to go through and help her to manage it but it just was such an eye-opening experience in so many different ways in so many different levels from when the hell did i did i stop becoming a grandchild to <laughs> yeah let me be gentle with how i approach her because i don't want her feeling crazy <clears throat> yeah i think so yeah i think we um yeah as jade and i were talking about it i mean there is sort of like you reach a phase in your dynamic with your family as you get older where like um you sort of transition and in and start occupying different roles serving different pur- purposes um yeah. in the family structure and I think grandparents are such um, a unique relationship yes. that we navigate as we get older, because it's like, you know, you we say all the time when you get older, it sort of puts your parents in perspective. Right. You start to see your parents as people. And mm-hmm. I think in seeing that you see their their relationship and the ways that they relate to their parents. Um, Mm -hmm. and grandparents, I don't know, for me, it's like my grandparents were very hands-on, very, a key part of my raising, my brother's raising. Mm -hmm. Um, but like, you know, we still had that, like my mom was my mom and grandma Mm -hmm. was sort of like my my bestie. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though as like, so, so it was like, she was my parent, but did not have to deal with that sort of like parent pressure. Yes. And so yes. we still were able to like have fun yes. in a particular yes. way. And so that, yes. that parental authority was there, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, sort of like a level back where you sort of, you know, could sort of, engage them like I feel like I knew my grandmother's personality mm-hmm. in a particular in a way that I didn't come to know my mother's until much later mm-hmm. and so I think that made me sensitive to sort of watching my grandma transition through different phases of health yeah um yeah and uh I recognized that I became like a sounding board and a safe space for her and she she shared a lot with me which helped mm. me to sort of 
help my mom recognize things because just the mm-hmm. way that we parent our parents, I think our parents parent their parents, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. get to be our 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 grandparents' buffer, just like they mm-hmm. were our buffer mm-hmm. when we were kids. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what we become. Like in even in you know just in the the way that we communicate, the way that we have to be the go-between, like mm-hmm. we do, that is that is who we are. That's who we become. And my grandma's my girl. Yeah. Like, that's my girl. I had to grab the sides of her face <laughs> and squeeze her and be like, no more. No, but it's, and it's hard. <laughs> and I think it helped me to learn a lot and see a lot. And sort of like watching my grandma and my grandparents transition as they got older and mm-hmm. listening to her talk just like as a woman. Yes. I started to recognize yes. how, you know, even me, like I'm on, I'm 40 years old, but I have a lifetime worth of stuff. Mm-hmm. Can you mm-hmm. imagine being 80 and 90, all the stuff you accumulate no. over your lifetime? And stuff, memories, yeah. thoughts. I mean, like and I can totally see to your point earlier about how like everybody probably struggles with some hoarding. Do you know how much labor you tell us all the time, sis, how how often, how frequently you organize oh and God. cleanse and purge? And I can I know that, you know, I'm the kind of person where those kind of things stress me out. You know? <laughs> like I know, I know there are some people that feel better, and I always feel better after I've done it. But knowing that I have to organize have to my closet it. or clean, you know, it's stress. It's I get like, it. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I have no interest in that. Let's you just don't close the door a, and act like What about like it's when not, you start getting in a groove? That's what I'm saying. If I can get started, I can continue. But I will put off getting started for oh, I, years. <laughs> okay, fair. Can't nobody put yeah. it off like me. Like, what? <laughs> I'm not doing that. I can find everything else to do. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Oh, no, I'm not I've doing that. I've got to clip my toenails. You don't even clip your yes. toenails. Do- <laughs> I've got other things to do. I will find other things to do. Don't I need something? <laughs> Let's go down to Target and see if I need something. <laughs> see, that's how it's And that's how things get worse. So all that to say is I have some empathy for your mm-hmm. grandmother. Because I did too. You have a lifetime worth of stuff. It was and- an eye-opening experience. Yeah. It was because I know I'd be going to Costco like, oh, yeah. Oh, I could absolutely use this when I do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so I'm sitting here doing this. And I literally had a moment where I was like, oh, my God, you have this. Or you forget that you have get it under control or you forget you have stuff. And I was like, okay, so the way you're setting your grandma, set yourself up like that. Yes. Get yourself clear bins. See what you have before you go and buy three more bottles of bleach. Make sure you use the six that are I in your this, closet. Do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so good. And you, and, and you have to have, and you tell them all the time, you marry, other people can help you process. When you live yes. alone or have to do that your, on your own, it makes it all the more like I'm of the belief every time I have had to and I haven't I know I need to um but again putting it off every time I have had to purge my closet I always had to have somebody there Mm. otherwise I'm not getting rid of nothing okay well then you know what that just may be your process then right but I can see how if your grandmother lives alone Yes. It's totally yes. like, oh, yes. I need a turkey baster. Yes. Forgetting also, that I bought one three months ago when they was on sale. 
I there forgot. was also moments where I was like, hey, so I saw these suits and they're this size and you are definitely not that size. You're way smaller than that. Like, yeah. we should probably give these to the Goodwill. No, no, no. I tried on everything in that closet <laughs> and I already got rid of everything that doesn't fit. Listen. And so everything that's in there now, I know it fits. And I was like, okay. Shalom. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, no problem. Okay. But I just, you know, I just tried to deal with her as gentle as possible. And in the end, you know, it came together how it needed to come together. I'm going to have to probably pop back out there next week and just keep doing that and probably go see her every six to eight weeks and like help manage it. Because it's got to be. And I think I think that that is, you know, we have to reframe the way that I've had to reframe the way that I even think about those relationships and sort of how I, how I'm positioned within them. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even now Mm -hmm. in uh, talking to my mom and, you know, I kind of see myself as my grandparents advocate. Like I said, like, you know, like, like we were saying before the buffer. So like, you know, when my grandma was having issues with her eating Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, her taste buds and, you know, Mm -hmm. wanting certain things, but not really being allowed uh, you know, now my grandfather is having, you know, well, I don't, I think your grandfather's eating too much of this or not enough of that or this or that and that, you know, uh-huh. it's, like, it's just like, okay, first of all, you sound like the police. Okay. Uh, right. <laughs> Calm right. Down. First of all, Calm second of all, these down. people have lived for this what I'm saying. 80 plus almost 90 years. Like, and I'm like, I have to, I, I am now my mom's process partner. I think we have to become like a process partner. Yes. Because it's like, girl, okay, what you can't do is come in here hollering and fussing because that's not going to mm-hmm. get anybody anywhere. Mm-hmm. And we have to talk to these uh, grandparents and these older people. We can't talk, treat them like kids. No. You wouldn't want to be treated like a child. So don't come they in here hollering are- down. They're already losing a part of their independence that is out of their control. They can't drive themselves certain places and take themselves certain places. So why don't, 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 don't be condescending. Don't complicate that by coming in here, Mm -hmm. acting like, you know, uh, a security guard. Relax. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Top flight. Relax. (laughs) Top flight. You're not even a real cop. Relax. Yeah, man, that was that was an experience, man. This has been a week. Grandparents are such a gift. They are. And um, I think, you know, as they we get are. older, um, you know, there are just different ways that we get to show up for them. Yep. Yep. And I and and it's beautiful as you get older, when you have those those moments, those precious moments mm-hmm. still like you had those some of those mo- even that even your grandmother asking you about your braids. Listen, like those moments. I My grandmother, I got a moment. <laughs> I found out a story. I said, oh, that's where I got it from. <laughs> I, th- I know I got some from my dad. But so a white teacher slapped one of my uncles. Oh, yeah. One time. And my mother said my grandmother got my great grandmother's cane. <laughs> And she walked up to the school and she went to the principal's office and she said, can you call Mrs. Such and Such here? <laughs> and so Miss, Mrs. Such and Such came down and she she looked, she said, you slapped my son? And she goes, yes, he was blah, blah, blah. And mind you, this is the 60s or 70s. When it was like, like I don't want to say per- it was permissible. It was allowable for you but to it discipline was a, right. teachers to going discipline to children. Right. But she, she slapped my son. Yeah, he was da-da-da. Okay. 
My grandmother took the hook of that cane and wrapped it around that lady's neck and pulled her close to her and said, you touch my son again and I'm going to beat your ass. You hear me? I'm going to beat your ass right here in this office. Do you hear me? And had that lady with the cane. She brought the cane on purpose just to wrap that back part around her neck. And they said, the ladies in the office, Miss, Mrs. Edwards, you can't do that. You can't. And she was like, "Uh uh-uh. Get off of me. You touch my son again, and I'm going to beat your ass Go with this cane. And I was like, yo. A boss. <laughs> Brownsville's <laughs> finest. Wow. <laughs> Brownsville's finest. But, yeah, man. So, like, grandparents are a gift. Look what I got, actually. My grandmother wrote a, she wrote her own book. Oh, that's adorable. And- called what i can't remember oh. and she wrote her life story and laminated it I'm not and kidding. i'm sorry and it has like it oh. has pictures and it has like some stories in it and some things for oh. me to just have as a keepsake that's amazing and that's like the best thing ever it is. I was. It I is. had therapy before we met, and um, working on some things with my therapist around um, finding safe places in my subconscious where I can go when I'm triggered emotionally. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we had started that work a while ago, but got away from it mm-hmm. when you know we got to processing other things that mm-hmm. were happening in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she wanted to go back to to sort of practicing some of those exercises and mm-hmm. even before this was years ago when we first started and so one of the initial steps in that work was identifying a safe space and this was what this was before the pandemic it was early 2020 mm-hmm. um and we went back and my safe space was with my grandma and so she was like, well, do you want to change it? I was like, no, I guess I can't think of another place where I felt it's safe. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. all throughout today's session, she had me to sort of really go there in that safe space and think about why it was so safe. Mm-hmm. And it was hard. It was so hard because I miss her so much. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I know for sure in doing that exercise just sort of solidified for me, even though it was hard, it was comforting because, Jay, my grandma loved me. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, she did. You were her girl. She loved me. And it was, such, it was such a pure mm-hmm. love mm-hmm. and sort of having the opportunity to really think about it. When the boys was playing, I hung out with grandma and for a long, like I said, for the first 10, 11 years of my life, I was the only girl mm-hmm. grandchild that she had. And so mm-hmm. we hung out. Mm-hmm. And whether we were talking mm-hmm. or not, whether we were watching TV, sometimes we were watching TV, sometimes I would be doing my homework, she would be cooking, she would mm-hmm. be on the phone. I never felt like I had to do anything or be anything to get her yeah. love or yeah. to get her attention. I never felt like, and she told me stories. She was honest. She opened up about mistakes that she made and struggles that Mm. she had. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she never left me. There Mm -hmm. were, there were times when, um, you know, when my grandfather, even my mom, like when I would do things, when I would disobey them or when I would get in trouble, Mm -hmm. they would, 
uh, you know, ignore me. Like, you know, when I was mm-hmm. in trouble, it was like, you know, they didn't, they wouldn't speak or they wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, those kinds mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no slight to them. That's just how they processed it. But in, right. in honesty, like, you know, my grandma always knew how to rep, to correct me, to reprimand me, to discipline me, but she mm-hmm. never threw me away. She never, mm-hmm. you know, it was never like, you can't sit here. You can't be here with me. She never mm-hmm. made me, you know. Mm-hmm. And so just sort of thinking about that, reflecting on that, it was such mm-hmm. a gift today. And mm-hmm. I can say without a doubt, and she would say even up until, you know, she was ill and in, and it was getting in, in the end, she would always say, I enjoyed my kids. I enjoyed mm-hmm. my grandkids. I spent time with them. I enjoyed them. I don't have to hang out with other people. I enjoyed them. Oh, my them. God. Why does my grandma, my grandma said to me that she was like, she's like, you know, I got three friends. She goes, but my kids and my grand, those are my, y'all this are my This is what people. I'm saying. And I mean, at, sometimes it felt like, oh, grandma, you can have friends. You don't need, mm-hmm. but she really meant that. Yeah, and my grandma too. It, mm-hmm. it was so good to me. It's good mm-hmm. to know that like, you know, no matter what I did or didn't do, I didn't have to perform or, you know, her love for me was not attached to my good behavior. It wasn't attached to me doing well. It wasn't attached Mm -hmm. to success or, or, Mm -hmm. you know, anything. It was just, I love you because you are you and you are mine. And you, yes. And, and there, and that is such a gift that I am so grateful to have had. And she was my level set. She was my, she was my safe space in that whenever I was overwhelmed, if I had a, a rough day, if I had a break in my day, I would call mm-hmm. her and just talking to her about nothing at all. Did you watch Prices Right this morning? Nothing at all would just sort of get me back into to where, where I be. was. I needed to be. And mm-hmm. I miss her so much. But I, mm-hmm. I am grateful. Um. Because she really, I mean, if there was ever an example of what unconditional love feels like, yeah, it's my gram. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my gram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was my first best friend. Mm-hmm. I mean, all the way. And I'm just yeah. grateful that you, yeah. it's so good, Jade. I'm so grateful that you got the opportunity to spend time with her this week. Mm-hmm. Because when, God forbid, I hope it's a long time from now, but when it's her time to go, you will remember this oh, time that you spent with her. And it will it will be what you treasure. Yeah. Because I, and, and I, and I, like yourself, have the privilege of really, having a strong relationship with my grandmother and having had one since I was born. I know we're special to her. Like I know that she's got mad grandkids and not even to be nasty. I'm like, I know we're special because we've always had a very special relationship. So to be able to do these things for her and even in their exhaustion, even in the challenge, even in the eye opening moments and part of the shadow work and all of that, it's still, um, a blessing and I'm grateful for it because there's people who'd never even met their grandparents. It's true. And I mean, I don't, I hope that this episode is not a trigger for people who don't have, um, 
relationships with their grandparents. But, you know, yeah. if if I just thought it would be a good conversation to have. Mm-hmm. Um, because even though I miss my grandma so much, just like Brian, I have to talk about her because that's yeah. the only way that um, I can make sense of the fact that I can't call her right now. I understand that. I understand that. So, shout out to the grandmas, man. (laughs) Shout out to the grandma. Shout out to the elders who mean something to you. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's a great auntie, Aunt Bessie, whoever, like, there's, there's special elders in our lives who have always been there for us in, in very, very particular ways. When you have and that my grandma's ride or die. Yes. Man, she's 87. She just turned 87 on the 9th. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, it did run through my mind quite often while I was there, what I was doing, that I really do need to cherish yeah. the bits of times that I have. Absolutely. Because time is, we're very, we're very much on borrowed time. Um, But you're right, you know, even when that time comes, these memories are going to be beautiful and we have to talk about them. Yeah. Or they'll get lost. My grandma was TTG. Okay. <laughs> I remember me, I told the cane. Hello. <laughs> one time. Uh, and my grandma had the cane too. And she always, uh, <laughs> she will be ready at, at moments. Though. I remember one time I'm friend. My, we got back together, but I had fallen out with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. We was in high school, maybe even middle school. I don't even remember. But that girl, honey, found some boldness from somewhere. And this was answering machine season. Okay. This was when we had answering machines. This is before the voicemail mm-hmm. era. Yep. I guess she had had was so upset with me for whatever reason. I don't even remember what the fight was all about. But she left she called my grandparents' house and left a message on the answering machine talking about how she was gonna beat my ass. Let me tell you what. <laughs> My grandmother okay. listened to that message, okay? <laughs> I know she was like, oh, okay, you are? Okay. Yo, I had never seen her turn up like that, but it was so good to me. She was like, well, tell her to come on. She know where we at. She know where the house is at. I want to see her come on. She thinks she going to be what? Tell her to come on. Tell her to come on over here and find out. I said, go ahead, grandma. Oh, she going to do what? Tell her to come on. She know where the house is at, don't she? Give her the address if she ain't got it. Tell her to come on. Tell her to come on. And we'll see when she get here who she going to be. I said, oh. Oh, tell her to come on. <laughs> she, oh, oh, okay. Tell her to come on. If you so feeling froggy. To go. Train to go. Listen. She said, I bet she won't come over here. And did she? Nope. It didn't. Didn't. She said, uh-uh, call her right now. Call <laughs> her now. She said, do she have the address? If she Listen, don't, give it to her. If tell she don't her have it, on. tell her where we at. Said, Yo, that's, yes, the, that's my ma'am. type of time. Grandma says, say, Grandma says, say less, okay? <laughs> tell her to come on. She know where we at. Do she know? Ooh. I love a good old turn up. Yo. Okay. And my grandma was, uh, her, my grandma's oldest sister, they, she was really short, but she had a really tall son. Remember my, mm-hmm. he, he was tall like Brian. Mm-hmm. He was taller. Well, no, Brian was taller than him. But um, she would say, 
uh, his 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 name was Babra. Well, it's not his real name, but we called him Babra. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Babra's so big. What you what you gonna do with your son? Get so big? She'd be like, he may be a big old cigar, but I still smoke him. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you know I love a cliche. Okay. Yo, <laughs> He'll be a big old cigar, but I'll still smoke <laughs> And she was not playing, honey. I seen Aunt Lou get... Not cigar. A, not cigar. Not cigar, but cigar. Cigar. I see, and I have seen her. I seen my grandma. My grandmother one time got in a chair to get in Brian's face. She stood on a stool like, let me get up here. Let me get up here. Yeah, and let me tell you let something. Me tell I'm going to get on you your love something. I'm going to look you dead in your eyeballs. You lost That's like your my mind. grandma. My uncle Alfred has the he's the one with the mouth. And my grandma said one day she told him, she said, Alfred, mop this floor. He said, Mop it yourself. Oh. She said, sure Now she these are different him. times. <laughs> Baby, she took the the stick of the mop and he's turning around doing something. He don't even know what's coming. That lady went across his back with that mop stick so hard. She said, mop this goddamn floor. <laughs> and don't you ever talk to me like that again. <laughs> and he's just laid out. That's what you get, nigga. That's what you get. I love oh, a good wow. turn up. But yeah, I love a good turn up, grandma. I love a good turn up, elder. I just love a good elder experience. And I'm grateful for our for our time with them. And I just... I want us to cherish those times. And that doesn't mean that we have to take unhealthy traits and things like that with us. That's not what we're talking no, about we right grow now. Better. This is just about. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was doing what they can with what they knew. And I think our, our opportunity, our privilege is that we know better. We know more. Yeah. And when yeah. you know better, you do better. You do better. But the but there are times that you can cherish and you yes. can love on them and you can deal with them with tenderness and gentleness and. And and help them to uh, feel like whole humans mm-hmm. as they continue to lose things that people and and functions and all types of things that they don't have any control over. Yeah. Don't take that away from them. It was hard, and just sort of be compassionate to what they're going through. Because I realized, mm-hmm. especially towards the end, like you know, my grandma was in a body that was just shutting down on her mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and mentally she was every bit of the person she's always been but her body just was breaking down shutting down yeah yep. and do you know how challenging that is to sort of lose your functionality as a person um, i can imagine it's like wow so to just sort of be compassionate to our elders and it's not like it's not even if like you know this this also goes for just older people in your life who may or may not be related to you yeah but if you are in close relationship with them like related to you like you know in terms of your biology your family your genetics but we all got i have plenty of older people who i'm not Mm -hmm. related to technically but Mm -hmm. they are still I mean, essential to my upbringing, essential to my mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. And sort of recognize it. Even my mom, as she gets older, it's like, girl. I know. I enjoyed my mom. This, like, we enjoyed each other in a way this week that we just haven't in a while. I think it gets really better nice. as we get older, honestly. Yeah, it does. Honestly. It, does. it can. Yeah. It can, for sure. And I I was also great. I had to stop and say thank you for that, too. Express some gratitude because... Mm-hmm. That was that, but we're gonna have a mother wounds episode, a mother mother lessons, mommy lessons. 
to coming soon. That's Chris another conversation. Franiqua to the kitchen table. Okay, for us to sit down at the Good Checker table. But yeah, we just wanted to talk to you all a little bit about just incorporate some life experiences and things that have been happening this week into some conversation. Gang, gang, grandma, gang, gang. Grandma, gang. That's what we're going to call this episode. (laughs) Grandma, gang, gang. Grandma, gang, gang. But um, we have a little shout out. I mean, not a little shout out. Wrong segment. We have a little (laughs) self-care. How wonderful. (laughs) I flew in this morning. Pardon me. Um, We have a little self-care to get to, so let's head that direction. Let's do it. Capella University is rethinking higher education. With their game-changing FlexPath format, you can earn your degree on your schedule, so you can fit education seamlessly into your life. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. I deserve All right, so um this is not a humble brag, this is not a this is not a flex, this is not any of that. But it's 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 a tie into our kitchen table talk, grandma gang gang. So in addition to be you know the the clear out and the move one thing that I learned um, during this trip that I never knew is that my grandmother has never owned a new piece of furniture oh. ever in her 87 years. It's always been something passed from somebody oh. it came from an in-law. It came from a somebody down the streets getting rid of this. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, she had eight kids and she was married at 16 mm-hmm. and like, so like she never had it. So I did not know that. I never knew wow. that. So when I learned that, I had the one eight hundred junk people come and pick up her chase lounge and her love seat, some other shit. And I said, We're gonna get her a brand new chase lounge and we're gonna get her a brand new couch so that people when they come over to visit her at her apartment, it's a comfortable place to sit. It's in a new some new things for her to look at and some new spaces so in addition to clearing her out and cleaning her up and organizing her I want her to feel good in her space and to know that she's never had that I I feel so grateful Mm. to be able to do that for her I love that and so that was my self-care I same way I had to stop and say man this week with my mom has actually been been nice like I had to stop and say thank you for the opportunities that come for me to be able to do these types of things for my grandmother I didn't even there was a time when I wouldn't have ever been able to even touch that and so to be able to say hey nah this is we gonna hook this lady up who's been hooking me up my whole life felt so good and I was so I was so filled with gratitude to be able to do that because I want her to feel good I love that. So that's my self care this week. That's that's what that's what I did to make myself, to make my grandma feel good. But it it made me feel good yes. to make her feel good, and that's it. That's the only benefit. I love that. Thank you, sister. Oh. Um. This is very probably corny, but um, yesterday I made an executive decision. I had a very full work day where. It's a it's a start of a new year and mm-hmm. we're doing a strategy reorg at work and so uh-huh. I've had lots of 
yesterday and today were very me- meeting laden. Um, oh yes, you are. I was on, you know, working, responding to things, doing things, very heavily engaged. And so Wednesday night, I literally announced like, I'm not working now. I'm not working. I'm cutting mm-hmm. this computer off. I'm going to go in my kitchen and fix myself something to eat. I'm going to clean mm-hmm. my kitchen mm-hmm. and I'm going to bed. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I went yep. to the store and got me a cabbage for 69 cents mm-hmm. down to the Aldi. I know that's I right. I made me some fried cabbage with some smoked <laughs> sausage. Mm-hmm. And I fixed, mm-hmm. my, fixed myself some cabbage and made myself... Nice meal and ate off my foodies fashion bowls from down to the spice sweep. That's it. And I clean my kitchen. And I don't know, something about cleaning my kitchen really does sort of just get me reset. Yeah. You know, wiping yeah. down the Same. countertop. I don't know. And maybe this is thinking about if I think about like my mom and my grandparents when I was mm-hmm. younger, sort of thinking about that time that they spent in the kitchen after dinner and it was just quiet. But mm-hmm. like, you know, putting things back in place and mm-hmm. reorganizing and just setting your kitchen up. And something about every time when I clean my kitchen and I turn you feel around better. Yes. As I'm walking up the steps and looking at my clean kitchen. Yes. That's why the ki- that and that's where it came from. The kitchen is closed because y'all niggas ain't about to mess up my hard work. I looked at my clean kitchen as I go up them steps and just like you, it's like, you know, thank you, Lord. Like, thank you. Yes. How many like, you know, I think back when I had that little studio apartment when I mm. when my kitchen was 20 square feet, <laughs> Not, like two square feet. <laughs> I was. didn't have no countertops, no nothing, but nope. I made do with what I had Did. and was glad and grateful to do it. And I love cleaning my kitchen then, but to see mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, to look and see what I have and to recognize, you know, where I've come from. I posted on on social this week like progress is not one of those things that you always see or you feel like when you in it mm-hmm. like I'm doing my little running challenge on the treadmill and it'd be like dang I'm still terrible at this running <laughs> but <laughs> so when I'm doing it I don't feel like I'm making progress mm-hmm. at all no way mm-hmm. no how but sometimes like you know I was looking at one of the pictures from my birthday dinner and was like look I got little traps and Come on, I got traps. Little, I got a little yes, definition in my and in my joint, you know it? And it's like do. it's not one of those things that you feel or you see in the moment. Mm-hmm. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just look over your shoulder and be like, wow, I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. And sort of just being able to be in my own home, prepare my take care of myself in my own home Mm -hmm. it's not something that I take for granted I'm very grateful for all opportunities all provision um, to be able to to care for myself it's not something I take for granted there's many people who and no shame to them no slight to them circumstances and conditions that we can't control happen to all of us oh yeah um but you know, it's just great. I'm just just expressing gratitude, absolutely, to be in the space where I am. Um, listen, I've worked hard, and I and 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 and, and listen, I understand there's places of privilege, there's this, there's that, but there's also growth. Yeah, and there's 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 a place where you should be allowed to express the gratitude for the growth that you've had. 
without it having to trigger somebody else. And that's mm-hmm. not me saying, oh, I get up at 5 a.m., so y'all need to get up at 5 a.m. I've been podcasting for nine years, so you need to start. <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. I'm just grateful that I can look back and say, hey, when I went into labor, we didn't have no groceries. Mm. We didn't have no food. I couldn't work. We were like, like when I went into labor, I had to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or like we, you know, we, we, we was rocking with the food stamps, mm-hmm. you know, same in childhood, same thing. Like I remember these moments. So I remember moments where it's like, damn, I didn't finish school. I didn't do this. I don't know what I'm doing with this. Like, I don't know where this is about to go. If this situation ends, I don't know what's about to come from here. Mm-hmm. So to be able to stop and 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 look up and say, I can buy my grandma some furniture mm-hmm. or I'm grateful that I'm able to do this thing for myself or that thing. It's not a bragging thing. It's like a no, nigga, I've grown yes. and I'm grateful that I'm yes. grown. Yes. I've grown. I'm so grateful for that, for those leaps and for those yes. for those stretches. And like you said, there's been so long where it didn't feel like mm-hmm. anything was happening. But that's what happens when you farm. You sow seeds and then you see you see a sprout at a certain point mm-hmm. and you shouldn't have to dim down your sprout because somebody else is mad that your shit is sprouting yeah you should be able to celebrate that sprout celebrate your sprouts it's awesome celebrating my sprouts (laughs) (laughs) no i love that i love that for you i love that for us even thinking about this show getting grown is about to be six seven six six seven six 2017 hold on 2017 and six. We was five last year. You're right. Six. You're right. So getting grown spot to be (laughs) six and thinking about where we started um, and, you know, you know, how much we've grown. There are things that we were not able to do or not able to understand. um, But to be in a position now where we have cultivated this community, I don't even think about this show as like a function of, our know-how or ability no no we just we just showed up consistently week after week having these conversations and pouring our heart out for the interwebs and sharing space and community and conversation with all of you and look what we've been able to build millions of people have listened to us and that blows i mean peels my muffin cap back every time i think about it every time i'm like okay all right wow wild but we love y'all we're grateful for you y'all are y'all are a part of our self-care we're giving gratitude we are grateful for the positions that we are in we are grateful for how we are all growing and hoping self-care this week you pause for the cause just a minute this is going to come out hopefully on a friday take some time this weekend and sit around and just take a look you ain't even got to say nothing look around where you are and think about where you used to be yeah 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 that's that right there nigga i remember we didn't have no blinds you don't have to say (laughs) (laughs) don't get me started i'll turn everything in this office over I re- we had a couch, some crates, like it was paper blinds. It was, you know what I'm saying? Fold up shelves, like it was, it was, it was what it was. Given, I mean, not no no real furniture. We had, I had the little plastic joints from down to the so Walmart, the, the, the drawers, the three tier joint. Yep, I know. Sometimes they have wheels, sometimes they don't. And the and my grandmother, bless her heart. The dresser that I had in the bedroom in her house where I used to stay, she let me take that when I moved to, mm. in Harlem. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And when I moved to Maryland, Brian put that same dresser on a truck and brought mm. it down here to Maryland. My grandma, when I did have, when I had that first studio apartment in Harlem, mm. and I didn't even have a kitchen table, she she took her own money and bought me one of them butcher blocks. Uh huh. On wheels. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. And sent my uncle G to the house to put it together. That's right. And so like these are the th- when I when I look and you know to be able to see the things like you said being able to do mm-hmm. things for your family um li- little things. Good. Yeah. It feels good. It is it is something that we don't take for granted. So Mm-mm. not at all. Not at all. I told my I said this is for everything. Yeah. This is for everything. You deserve this. And I'm happy to do it. And I'm gonna do it again. And I'm going to do it again. If I could do it in the next lifetime, I'm going to do it in the next one. I'll see you there, girl. So that's our self-care. This- oh, wait. What's your self-care? I said it. My self-care. Oh, you did. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm- my eyes are crossing, nigga. Like, I'm over here like. My self-care uh, was I made my cabbage and cleaned my kitchen. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Which I think is a fabulous because, you know, I was sitting over here like, mm, smoke sausage and cabbage. Fried cabbage, great think- take, but Ooh. it took 30 minutes. With some onions. Yes, and I sliced mm. up a yellow pepper and a, mm-hmm. a orange pepper. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. fixed. Seasoned it up real season. good. I cooked my onions and peppers mm-hmm. first, took them out. Then I did mm-hmm. my sausage, took that mm-hmm. out. Then mm-hmm. put a little garlic and some chicken bouillon down into the pan. <laughs> yes. And then mm-hmm. put my cabbages on top of that. Season the cabbage and then put the lid on, yes. let it cook down. Yeah. Then you put everything back in. I mean, it mm. was just the easiest of meals, but delicious. Ooh, but delicious. delicious. I want to make delicious. And I have some nice sausages in the freezer. Yes. I'm going to hook that up this week. The only thing I'm I needed. I'm going to have to make some rice. Yes. Made a little rice. Or, yes. or as I was talking to my friend Zay on Instagram, what I really would have set it off some proper lot like was some cornbread. But I just didn't have time. Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Fair. All right. I, I just always... didn't. And when I was at the store getting my cabbage, I didn't think to get cornbread too. Yeah. That really would have set it that off. Cabbage and, cabbage and cornbread go together like sugar and spice. Lord Jesus. They Rice just and do. gravy. They do. They do. They do. They just go together. What Fronto and weed. Like it's just <laughs> what a, what a, time. a partnership, a hand holding. But we've been so positive and so grateful and all these things. I think we're just going to end this on a slightly negative note and head over to our petty peeves. Let's Shall we it. go? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey. All right. My petty peeve is brief. And it's, it is kind of petty. We got to stop. Okay. I understand. Like, content creators and, like, just because you create content doesn't mean that you have credibility. We yes. got to stop listening to content creators like they are like, like, I don't know, somewhere along the way, mm-hmm. followers mm-hmm. became mm-hmm. like credibility. And if the more mm-hmm. followers you have, the more people listen mm-hmm. to you. And we're not even looking at what the content that is being created and see and measuring whether or not it makes sense. No. I say no. that to say that I saw some content on the interwebs today from someone who heralds themselves as a fitness expert. 
Okay. The lady wasn't saying much. Uh, it was like a workout workout sort of video encouraging mm-hmm. folks to do what she was doing. I didn't turn the sound on because I just couldn't. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I couldn't turn the sound on. I could not do it. I couldn't I could not bring myself to do it because I saw this young lady in the gym. She was working out. Jay, she had on sunglasses on the machine. And you know how I've seen, what? you know, when, 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 you know, you see the people in the gym, sometimes they'll have on the sweat suit, like the actual mm-hmm. suit that produces sweat mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. slimming down water weight, yeah. all of that. Yeah. I have seen those before. I know, I know what those look like. Right. This was not that. She had on what appeared to be a regular, regular winter jacket. <laughs> She had on a winter jacket on, she was like on an elliptical, a bike, a treadmill. She was doing cardio and she had on this winter jacket and sunglasses. Oh, she wasn't well. And she was just working out, talking about burning and sweating. And I'm like, now look at this. Look at this. What kind of expert would encourage someone to get on, on this workout machine? First of all, wearing out like outerwear and where did the sunglasses come in and she talking about y'all don't want to work out y'all don't want to sweat first of all sis got on makeup she had a full beat face she got her hair she got on a i think she had on like a turban or a hat or something but the the hat the glasses the makeup the coat i'm like you don't look like you're working out you look like you're having a photo shoot what this, this sounds nuts absolutely this doesn't sound well i feel like i'm going to find the video and send it to you but I just, my petty peeve is like, I just miss, <laughs> I, I really just miss when we saw advice and expertise from folks who are actually experts. Mm, just yes. because you do a thing does not make you an expert in a thing. You know? It's true. It's true. Just because you it's can true. do your makeup well, it doesn't make you a makeup artist. It's true. Just because no, you can true. do your hair well doesn't make you a make a, a hairstylist. Just it's because true. you have trained and lost weight for yourself, that does not mean that you are qualified to help other people lose weight by doing because what you I, did. Because so I, know. I just miss, I just miss the days of credentials. <laughs> just, yeah. I just, and I'm not saying that everyone has to go to school and get a thousand degrees because I have a thousand degrees. That's not what I mean, and y'all know that. So don't, don't, but don't. But you don't, miss don't the do days that. when you went to the beauty shop and got your hair washed. I, I mean, miss, you do that now because Tania knows what she's doing. Yes. But. I just miss the days when I, if I wanted, you know, advice, I went to mm-hmm. a, a source other than TikTok. I just mm-hmm. wish. I wish we read books more than we read captions and comments. I wish. I just wish. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I And especially when people are talking to you all about low vibrational plates and teas that are going to clean out your entire colon. And like, I mean, you girls know, that, just... I mean, talking about weight loss. And when you ask them what they've done, they say, I took some gummies and I drank some tea. And I'm 70 pounds down in three weeks. Wait. Oh, I did an apple cider vinegar. Wait a second, girl. The internal kind. Have you heard of it? (laughs) Like, no, I haven't. 
It means that you just took a break from boobling yeah. your brains out to, to take this photograph. And then you're this going is- back to boo-boo some more. <laughs> That's what that means. And I don't have time to boo-boo all day. I got work. <laughs> I got to go to work. I've just got to go. I cannot work. I can't take my meetings from the toilet. So I don't have time to take these these supplements that you all are taking. And oh I don't, God. honey, I, let me tell you what. And let me tell you who's not putting on a waist trainer. Your girl. Okay? Not at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> it makes me think of a video Charlene made. Remember Charlene's video from years ago? Stop training your waist. Uh, <laughs> Stop training your waist. No, sis, because you know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> yes. You know exactly what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Y'all and some of y'all be selling these waist trainers and listen, I'm not t- I'm not shitting on your hustle. But stop telling these people that something is wrong with them if they don't have a Coke bottle shape or this Because or everybody's that. not built like everybody's that. Everybody's not built the same and you are caught you are being harmful and dangerous right now with your bullshit and your rhetoric. And then we don't know what this shit is doing to your internal organs. And you're tying this shit up so you're walking around looking like what what was well Aquaria or what was her name? What was <laughs> what was know. the drag queen you with know, the I don't know. Violet? Oh. Maybe it was Violet. Uh, but all I'm saying is stop training your waist. Stop training your waist. <laughs> stop training your waist. <laughs> No, and my co- my colleague at, at uh, she helped me. She was like, because I was saying, you know, I'm really trying to be one of those people that enjoys working out. <laughs> I was like, I just can't seem to get there. Mm, and she was and like, you well, you have ever. to really reframe it in your mind and stop thinking about it as this thing you have to do, but but think about it in ways. It's like, oh, you're here for stress relief. This is going to help you to relieve a lot of this oh, tension. Okay. Stop carrying that. I'm like, I'm gonna try. I can't make you any okay. promises. Mm. Okay. Maybe when I'm running, I will think about, oh man, maybe this is relieving my stress in some way. I don't know. Can't promise. I'm it, not sure. Now, listen, I do always feel better when I work out. It's just it's just relate. the doing. Can I relate? It's the doing. I mean after. Yeah. After it's done. I'm not talking about while it's happening. Um, what's your petty peeve? Oh, I didn't have one, did I? Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> Um, what is my petty peeve? I don't like when people uh, order things at restaurants and send them back. Oh, that's a big no-no for me. Understood. I mean, huge no-no for me, for you. to. And I'm not talking about like sometimes you get a dish and it is just egregiously against everything mm-hmm. that you are, mm-hmm. in, are mm-hmm. enjoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can understand in those moments where it's like, I'm so sorry, but I'm just, I would like to order something else. But then you also need to be, people need to be a lot more discerning about taking a look at the menu and really paying it and being intentional about seeing what includes what. So you know what you're getting. Stop experimenting because you don't get to just send something back because you don't like it off of experimenting. I don't think that that's cool either. It's not. So it is just that is a very big, very, very, very big petty peeve of mine. Sending things back because you don't like them. And that's that. And not because it's not cooked all the way or cooked to the right temperature or something else. No, because you just didn't like it and you want something else. All right. Anyway, that is another episode of Getting Grown. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. We are thankful to all of you who sit through our shenanigans yes, every are. single week. Um, I'm slurring my words, not because I'm drunk, because She's literally, <laughs> yo, I'm over here struggling right now. This <laughs> off a plane and then work the full day and now we're recording. <laughs> And so we're going to bid you all a fond farewell. We're not even going to wrap the show. We'll be right back on Tuesday. <laughs> we'll just say, y'all take care. Be grateful. Um, stop training yeah. your waists. Stop training your waists. Moisturize your skin because your black will crack if it's dry. Good night. Bye. Good night. <laughs>